Good evening and welcome to another exciting episode of 48 Shades of Football. It's been a while, hasn't it, Mark? Um, yeah, the last time I saw you, I, I, I didn't have a Thailand tan. Actually, I don't have one either because it's been so long, but yeah, but yeah, last time I think was before I went to Thailand, right? Are we still the best English language episode, uh, English language podcast in the K League? Of course we are. That that will never change. <laughs> the tagline is, as always, is everyone's favourite English language podcast about the K League and more. And more. We've got more to talk about today. We're going to add and more onto it now as we expand into areas that people will not even understand. For example, Chelsea Rovers. Yeah, I don't understand that either. So maybe you can begin by explaining what Chelsea Rovers is to me as well. Uh, we'll get to that in a bit. Okay. But, um, I guess there's been three rounds of K-League since we last did a, a podcast. Uh, there's been a couple of games at least, yeah. Um, I've been at three of them. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I have zero interest in talking about any of them. Um, well, how, how did Songnam get on in this uh, game? I think on aggregate of, of the three games, uh, I think it's 7-2. I, I think we would be doing listeners a disservice if we didn't talk about Seoul Songnam. No, but I think we'd be doing them a service if we did. Um, this this is just so you know, guys, will, will be the last ever recording of 48 Years of Football <laughs> with me and Paul on it. Um, Obviously, after the, f- the first... Should we do the intro as first? Uh, uh, the intro? Has it been that long? You, you, you forgot what we need yeah. to do? Yeah. All right, you want me to go through the agenda? Yeah, please. All right, we're going to go through K1, K2, what we remember from the last few weeks. Yep. Uh, we're going to talk about Cho Yonu, possibly on the move. Possibly, possibly not. Uh, we're talking about Inchon's latest Vietnamese signing, <laughs> de-signing. De-signing, yes. He's definitely on the move. Oh, he's gone. He's, a, he's, he's in Germany, I believe, or in France. Um, your man Jar Jar is also move, moving on, apparently. Yep, and not just bow movements. Uh, and then we've got, at the moment, we've got the Under-20 World Cup going on. Korea doing pretty well. Uh, yeah, doing really well, actually. Yeah. The Women's World Cup starts tonight. It does, yep. Uh, Eland had a bumper crowd down in Chonin. They did. Uh, and a couple of friendlies for the national team. Yeah, and England crashed out of the Nations League after getting studied 3-1 by, by Virgil van Dijk. <laughs> Not Netherlands, it was just van Dijk apparently. I don't know, I, I, don't, I don't quite get the loving with this guy. He's, he's great, but he's not the greatest ever That's defender. not on the agenda. That'll, that'll be edited out. That, that is on the agenda, and that's why the intro music was obviously something to do with three lines, right? Um... Or <laughs> <laughs> don't the Dutch only have one line anyway and then Chelsea Rovers Chelsea Rovers and then you want to do a 10 minute rant about my apparent hypocrisy your hypocrisy about uh, how you tweeted that John Book were terrible for scoring a goal against Seoul and in your time and you guys have won the last three games by scoring goals after 90th minute or something like that well, apart from Songnam which is won by Nam Gio's half time team talk <laughs> <laughs> which we'll get to yeah uh, okay, so where do you want to start? Uh, let's start, let's get it out of the way. Songnam lost 3-1 at Seoul World Cup Stadium, there you go. So the, the first match down at Moran, you, you felt you were hard done by? Definitely hard done by. This time? Deserved nothing from that second half performance. The, the first half was quite even, right? The, I mean, the first half, the neutral who was with the Phantom, who actually is a neutral, he's a Adelaide, nope, he's not, he's a Perth Glory fan, uh, said that he felt that well, I got this from the Phantom that that Songnam could have and should have been uh, in in the lead at half time. Uh, I watched the highlights back. I didn't actually remember so many chances that we had in the last like ten minutes of the first half. Uh, but then the exact same as the previous week at Ulsan when we got scudded four one. Um, 
we just fell apart over a course of about 10 minutes, 15 minutes in the second half. Um, the first sole goal should have been saved by Kim Kun Bay. It was, it was a great strike uh, by the boy. I, I can't remember his name. I'm, I'm pa, it, yeah. pa Dong Wu. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, it was a great strike by him. But straight through the goal. But it was through yeah. his glove. I, mean, I actually hit his glove. Um, second goal was fair play to Osmar for having an arse just slightly smaller than Jaja's that was able to turn the ball into the back of the net off a corner. I'm not sure he knew too much about that. He did know a lot about the one he scored the weekend, the previous weekend, though. Uh, and then the third goal, I don't remember the third goal. Uh, the third goal was by uh, Pesic. Pesic, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't remember either. Yeah, and then uh, Sognam pulled one back in the 93rd minute. 93rd you did minute. Great. <laughs> yeah. um, you absolutely <laughs> yeah, I've never said there was anything wrong with, 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 with time added on to be perfectly honest um, there's, not, there's nothing wrong with scoring a goal in time added on there's something wrong with scoring a goal after time added on's finished but yeah I mean we discussed that right um, but yeah great goal by Matthias the ball came in and he did the little flick um, back heel flick to end the goal 3-1 uh, consolation I was in the subway Ten minutes later, five minutes later. But you were you were waiting at the top of the stand, right? I was at the top, yeah. And as soon as the whistle went, you had it off. Actually, yeah. Well, I was. That's not quite correct. I was going to go to the bathroom. Uh. <laughs> so as soon as the whistle went, I was, and then off. Um, and terrible crowd. I mean, for Songnam's first visit to Sangam in two years, I thought the the, the Songnam crowd was horrendous. I mean. I think I knew everyone that was there. Um, it was like less than 100. I don't know, maybe more than that. Pretty how, low. how many seats did you break? Uh, I didn't break any, but I did leave about 12 cans of beer all over the place. <laughs> so, uh, interestingly, yeah, um, I obviously, as everyone now knows, the Phantom passed the beers through the fence, um, which was probably the highlight of the night, for me at least. Um, yeah, terrible game, but to be honest, I... Uh, if, if anyone can be bothered going back a, a calendar year uh, of podcasts, this is exactly what happened at the exact same time last year with, with, with Songnam. When I went to Hong Kong, that's about me and the fact I went to Hong Kong, Songnam were seven points cleared at the top of K2. Uh, then they went on a run of like 11 games where they only won twice or something like that, and drew and lost, and that allowed the police to catch back up. Um, same thing's happening this year. They, when we went to Inchan, so we're doing our things we went on on Saturday, right? Uh, the Chief came to the game, and our newest fan, listener, uh, Gareth, also came as well. Um, and, uh, like, it was nothing each. Mm. We do nothing each. Like, both teams did nothing from, from the start. Uh, in Chung, like, a man sent off in the 54th minute, which I'll talk about in a second, because it was quite funny. Um, but when Songnam played in Sean, like, five or six games ago, we were sitting fifth, fifth in the league. Yep. Uh, we haven't. We've been atrocious since then. The highlight was a nothing East draw with John Book. You're now down to ninth. Yeah, and that's where we stay. Four points behind the Blue Wings. Yep. Uh, last five games, four losses and a draw. Yep. I mean, it's been a it's been a shocking one, but it's it's it, it's not really been a surprising shock, if you know what I mean. If that makes sense. Uh, it's. I feel I don't know that he 
he obviously Nam obviously still has the the dressing room. I mean, the, the players are playing for him, but second halves were just collapsing. There's nothing in that team second half. Um, if you don't score in the first half, second half is, is, a, is a joke. But we took the lead against Ulsan in, in, in two minutes. I think we just scored too early. And then Ulsan, junior equaliser, it was one each at half time. And then Ulsan is utterly destroyed. Is that, I mean, that's the best 45 minutes of football I've actually seen in the K League. Uh, Ulsan were unbelievably good. And they just tore us apart. Um, they could have beat us 10 1. So. Could have been six, seven, eight, one. Um, so yeah, uh, but this year was all about survival. It was never about winning the league. You, you, don't, <laughs> so, think, you don't think the manager's in in trouble? Well, we, I can give you the the unofficial stories if you want. I think he's definitely in trouble. Um, I mean, it was I saw somewhere that this this Portuguese coach has been lined up for a an unnamed K League team. Yep, Mr. Yep. Quim Machado. Uh, Machado yeah. was it? Machado. Everyone thinks it's going to be Soiland, but it wouldn't surprise me if it was so now. Um, so basically, you know the guy, right? E E E E J H A, X So Yeah. S H C O. Yeah. Uh, he apparently wants Nam out. He apparently hates him. Uh, he was the one who brought Jaja in because Nam had said he wanted a foreign striker. So they just went out and brought in Jaja, and Nam was like, "No, this guy's you know overweight." Blah blah blah. Um, the rumor is that. Nam took the players out for dinner um, three weeks ago yeah. and said, uh, before, before the Osan game, I think it was, and said, uh, I better take you out uh, sooner rather than later because I might not have much more time to do it. Um, so the rumour is that EJ had once Nam out, wanted them out before the Seoul game. Uh, Nam, obviously, is digging his heels in. The players seem to want to play for Nam. I, I mean, the stories that are coming out, but but the, the stories that are coming out with the dressing room anyway are that the players actually like Namgyo, but obviously the performances are, are pretty are pretty ropey. But as I said, this year was all about survival. Uh, he survived the K League. Thank, thankfully, Jeju are guff. Gyeongnam looked like Gyeongnam without Markao and Incheon are embarrassingly bad so thankfully those three teams are keeping us from well Kyungnam, Incheon and Jeju have all gone have all got two wins four draws nine losses uh, so we played Kyungnam uh, a week on Saturday and then we played Jeju after that we have to win those two games lose those two games and yeah you're looking at well, Incheon ultra defensive in, in the game at the weekend when we're down to ten men yes they scored Incheon scored a goal they had the goal chopped off far offside you could argue all day about whether that be the correct or incorrect decision. I think when when they change that rule to be, you know, if you're not getting an advantage or interfering with play, I think every player in the box is interfering with play. <laughs> I don't understand how you can not be interfering with play. So, so the guy who scored the goal was not offside. There was another guy. But there, there, was, there was another guy. So the, it was like a, I think it was a free kick or something like that. The free kick came in. The boy at, at, at the edge of the box headed it. The next boy to him, so the next entrant boy down scored, and there was another one next to him. So yeah, when the header, when the boy headed the ball down, the two players were were interfering with play. Both players were going for the ball. I mean, it's like you're either offside or you're not offside. I guess you could say that they're always interfering with play because 
the defence will see them they're in offside yeah. position and the goalkeeper's always looking at them yeah and that's the thing like the guy uh, Gareth his son is a is a is a budding goalkeeper so he was looking at it from a goalkeeping point of view and that's what we were talking about was like surely in that situation especially from a, a corner or a free kick or any kind of set piece when the ball comes in the goalkeeper's conscious of every single opposition player in the box so of course that opposition player is dragging some of his attention away if you're not interfering with play what are you doing? yeah unless of course you're like lying on the ground with a broken leg maybe or it's like a, a breakaway and you're actually trying to get out. Yeah. But if you're running away, you know, heading out of the way and it's a breakaway, then yeah, I would agree you're not interfering with the play. But when it's a set piece and you're offside, when, when the ball comes in, you're interfering with the play. So after they get the man sent off, which was quite funny because the referee booked the wrong player. Um, That's right, he did, didn't he? Yeah, he booked the wrong player originally and it was either screamed at him or it was, no, it was him who felled me. But I, I mean, if you look at the highlight, or the, uh, the replay, sorry, you can see that Idera's filled by two of them. Like one is on a yellow and one's not. And so the referee originally gave the yellow card to the guy who wasn't on on a yellow. And then Idera said, well, it was him that actually made contact. And then the referee sent the other guy off. It's a correct decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you look at the replay, the guy who was sent off was the guy who actually fouled either. But the one guy cracks his knee and the other guy pushes him. So the guy who cracked his knee was the one who actually fouled him, so... So yeah, but so after that, Enchon just sat back and saw him. I had no idea what to do. So very very poor game, poor performance, um, and then we went to BHC Chicken and Mr. Lasso will be home, and so it was a very expensive performance as well. Maybe it's time for you to come back to Seoul. I was never at Seoul in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> we'll welcome you back anytime. Maybe it's time I go support the Blue Wings. Yeah. be a long trek for you <laughs> so while uh, Seoul, uh, while Songnam were drawing 0-0 with Incheon uh, Seoul were down south in Kyungnam yep uh, apparently you've got a comment to say about this uh, legend that's all I'm going to say who you may very well sit and criticise part too young constantly I don't know why you do it but because uh, he's useless if it wasn't for part too young you'd have drawn that I tell you I, actually that, that if it wasn't for part too young you'd have lost or drawn quite a few games this season especially the one against the Blue Wings uh, and that one as well you'd probably have drawn that one or lost it um, I mean people are talking about the Chi effect you know and is it you know is it Chi Yong Su who's like revitalised so I don't actually believe it has to be perfectly honest so still look to me an, a, an average team to be honest it's slightly think. better than they were but slightly slightly better uh, but well, they you just put that down to Osmar and Pesic yeah right? I put down to Osmar and Pesic not to Chi um, the, the one thing I'll say about them the one difference is they don't give up this year yeah. like last year under under Huang um, they would have lost that game or drawn that game probably not lost it but they'd have drawn that game so basically uh, Patrick Young scores with a header he's, he's head all bandies right yeah um, and he scores with a header which I thought was quite funny 87th minute uh, yeah and then Gilna Mikolai's 90th yep and then Osmar scores the easiest goal of his career in the 93rd or 96th. I think the one against Sunday was easier. But the one against Sunday didn't know about. <laughs> I mean, this one he could have missed. But so basically, Park Chuyong decides to not give up fighting in the box uh, for the first time in his life. One of he he won the ball for something he should never have won that ball. He had, he had he had no right to win it. It should have been cleared. Squared it across. Squared it across, and Osmar just easily tapped it in the back of the net. So was it you that typed? This is why I love Park Chuyong. No, I didn't type it, no, I guess it was a fan. It was a fan, was it? I thought it was you actually being sarcastic. <laughs> I guess so it was being fan. It wasn't me. 
I must have been a fan of No, I, I think I was the one who texted. Um, I think I texted like Patrick Young's a big game player or something. I think I texted. I tweeted. Uh, but I was the one who tweeted the uh, Song Hyun Min um, tweet. Baseball. Baseball tweet that's now been liked by three footballers. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and has now set me up to contact my ex favourite long haired Uzbekistani to see what he's doing these days. Chippa? Yep. Because he always scores the same goal. <laughs> <laughs> Episode two. <laughs> uh, other games at the weekend saw Ulsan beat Cheju 3 1 away. Yep. Uh, Chumbuk beat Sangju 2 0 at home. I watched that game. I went up oh, with that. Okay, go on then. Well, we finished the, the other scores and I'll come back to that, Chumbuk. Tegu went to Puang 1 2 0, something that Solo failed to do the previous week. I saw that as well. I, I watched all the games on Sunday, actually. Suwon drew one all with Kangwon. Yeah, I had them all on at the same time. Yeah, that's right. I did. I had one on my laptop and one on the TV. Uh, so, the, the one I want to talk about is the John Book game. So They look good? Uh, no. Not particularly. Um, I don't think they look as good as, as they looked last year or the year before, to be honest. They, they don't look formidable. Let's put it this way. They don't look unbeatable, they say. So basically, they've been down to 10 men. Yep. Um, was it 1-0 that time? I think it was 1-0 already, anyway. Uh, Kim jin got sent off. Quite early on, no? Yeah. Sent, sent off 25 minutes in. Uh, Moon Sun Min scored after 56 minutes to, yep. with the opener. That's right. Which was, which was basically, the rookie, I think the rookie headed it, and it was saved, and it fell, but came out of the box to Moon, and he, and he cracked it in. And he did his daft dance. Yeah, always, yeah. He did it twice the previous week. Um, but so Kim Jin Soo tackles the Sanju player from the back. I can't the Sanju player's name. Tackles him from the back, right? Yeah. And it's like again, it's one of those things about VAR, right? So, so the free kick's given. The guy goes off the pitch. It's a terrible tackle. It reminded me of Henrik Larsson actually, and Leon. And then it goes to VAR, and everyone's kind of looking at it. And Kim Jin Soo obviously expects a yellow card. But if it's going to be VAR, it's obviously going to be some yeah, it's serious, be, right? It's going to be a red, right? Yeah. So the referee takes time looking at it, looking at it, and he gives him a red card. Then Jinsu just goes absolutely crazy. He starts like protesting and like, acting like a two-year-old baby, like a little petulant lamb. Because cause it's, cause that's going to have an effect, right? Yeah. So then as he's, off, as he's just going off the pitch, right, the TV cameras are focused on him. And he starts pointing at the Sanju player, who's literally got his foot up, with like, three guys trying to rub it and get some feeling back in it, right? And he's actually pointing at him as if it's his fault, it's his fault. And I'm like, you've just been sent off for almost snapping the guy's leg it was accidental it wasn't a dirty challenge but it, it, you don't blame it on the guy who's sitting out for the rest of the god knows how long right injured um, but then the the John Book coaching team just went crazy from up like I don't know who the assistant coaches are like Moraes was going mental and the whole game was just the same the rest of the game the next 75 minutes everything that happened they were in the referee's face, in the linesman's face, like uh, they were, and they. I think they used that that um, you know woe as us, you know we've been hard done by. They used that as motivation, and uh, then when Edon Gook scored his 200th goal, I think it is. It's a feel like he scored 200 goals just like not that long ago as well. But anyway, when he scored again, it was uh, it was all over. Sanjus, better finishing, more composure. Sanju could easily have got something from the game. Talk, talking of records, uh, were you happy to witness Seoul's fifth 500th victory against Songnam? I don't know what it was. 
I assume there's like a couple of hundred for Sol and a couple of hundred for Anyang LG and a couple of for the lucky gold star water bottle or whatever they used to be. Must be, yeah. I don't, uh, yeah, cause I didn't think that was a 500 victory. Okay. Did you not see them unwrapping a, a banner which said 500 victories and taking a photo? No. I know you're in the bathroom, weren't you? I don't really. I don't really look at anything that the Soul fans put up because I think they're just. It wasn't the fans, it was the, the players. Okay, well. It was an official team photo. So, why is the official team? Oh, kind of the more you tell me about FC Soul, the more I wish the stadium would collapse. Anyway, this from the this from the team that had their <laughs> bloody banner with the banking sponsor whenever that was. Yeah. They scored a goal and unwrapped this banner on the pitch yep. in the middle of the game yep. with their banking. Well, that was the first season we had. But that, well, this doesn't happen now because there's no sponsor. Anyway. You're a hypocrite. Yep. You're an absolute hypocrite. Yep. Okay. But how can they still be claiming victories of, of other teams as well? That's ridiculous. Well, I, I think that's the KFA stance, well, the, the K-League stance, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, anything else you like about K1? Um, no, not really. So the table is? Chumbuk Ulsan on 33 points. Uh, Chumbuk top by virtue of goals scored. Sold two points behind that. Tegu another four points behind that. All, the, all those four teams have only lost twice each season. This is right, this all season. season. So we have four teams edging away at the top, right? And then we have four teams rooted at the well, bottom. I think we've got two edging away. Sold barely clinging on. And Tegu, yeah, Tegu drifting away because they draw too many and then there's a big gap to Sangju in 5th on 21 points yeah. Kangwon, Pohang on 20 Suwon edging up they're on 18 points now and then there's another gap to Songnam on 14 and then Kyungnam, Jeju and Incheon all on 10 yeah. so um, there's like 3 leagues you've got the top 4 at the top you've got the bottom 4 at the bottom and then you've got the middle 4 the middle 4 so we should do a 3 way split this year 3 way split yep yep um, as long as we're in the same group as Blue Wings, so course, I get our game. If they did the three-way split, they could play each of those three teams home and away instead of doing the the five games where you got yeah yeah and someone always gets gets the the, the wrong end or the poor end right okay so K two K two Suwon uh, are blazing since we four, four the wins in the draw in their last five games yep Chisholm is the man. Uh, only a matter of time until a K1 team snaps them up. There's still a few points off the top two, though. Yeah, but I think the, the I think their aim this season is playoff. Um, they've got to make the playoffs this year. Kwangju still undefeated. Yeah. On 30 points, Pusan 28 points. And Jonam, Jonam are having a howling season again, right? Yeah, they lost four of the last five. Uh, they're next to bottom on 12 points. And Elan bottom. Elan rock bottom on eight points. But apparently. Attracting bumper crowds with this. <laughs> so this is the thing. So they had the, the biggest crowd in their history uh, at the weekend, four thousand five hundred and twenty-seven, I think it was. Were they um, giving away a tractor or something? So they they seem to have this neon punch group who seem to be sponsored by the Elan Group. So it's like a girl group who go to every single game. And there's part of me that thinks it's the same girl group that was going to all the Songnam games that when we were first year in K2 as well. Um, so I think the people at Chonam seem to be enjoying going out and watching football. I don't know if they're, if they're particularly watching good football, but they seem to be enjoying going out anyway. Uh, I don't know how many of the, the fans are still being bussed down from from Seoul, uh, but it does raise a point of, you know, uh, the Seoul Elan project has been a disaster. It's been a bit of a flop. 
I mean, we uh, we all said at the time, or have said over the course of their history, that they should have moved to Goyang or somewhere else. You know, the summer where there was already, you know, a, a football base. Um, obviously, they're in Chonan, but Chonan city government has now decided that they would like Chonan FC, Chonan City FC from the. National the K3 Yeah they would like them to try and apply And try and get a place in K2 In a few years time Which I think we need to expand K2 a bit Yeah So if that happened then Obviously Elan can't Can't permanently move to Chonan because you can't have Chonan City FC and Elan right that's not going to have enough Support right Um, So I think Elan are in a pretty dodgy situation right now because it's like the Chonan thing has worked, but it's also backfired because it's now given the government, oh, maybe we can actually attract two or three thousand fans a week, right? Yeah. To, to Chonan City. Um, so I don't really know where Elan go from here, to be honest. Um, well, they've got one more game left down in Chonan yeah. next weekend. Uh, and then they're back to Chamshill. Yep. And I guess we'll, we'll see if, I mean, if there's been 4,500 fans in Toronto, we'll, we'll see how many make the effort to come up or how many maybe have been making the effort to go down. Who knows? We'll see. But, I mean, it's not as if they've got 4,500 fans because they're sitting top of the K2, right? I mean, they're rock bottom and they're terrible. Um, so. But maybe they just need a bit of quim. Maybe they need a bit of quim. Especially in the morning. So, we'll see. Uh, I mean, Quim could be the man that, that comes in to, to their team. I mean, I, I thought they were linked with somebody else, right? Some weren't they linked with the. I can't remember who they were linked with. Mourinho. <laughs> yeah, Jose. Jose's coming to Eland. Um So, Wenger. Wenger said he was looking to get back into management one more time. Yeah. No. Van Gaal's um, free. So you, 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 Hiddink's available. You get the feeling that just there's something about So Eland that just might not attract. Those, those those names, right? But, I mean, Eland are kind of like everyone's favourite team to dislike, right? Um, but I would actually like to see them. I think... In the K1, I wouldn't mind a Seoul Derby once. I think the... The Seoul Derby raised quite a bit of attention and brought a bit, a bit of spice to that one season that Seoul FC were in the K1, right? I think if you look at Elan, they they came in, they made this brand new team, uh, and if they can show that they can convert that into a bit of success, it will encourage others to perhaps yeah. try it as well. Whereas if it if it's the abject failure that it's mostly been so far, uh, especially if they fold the team like this year or next year, then you'd say that no one else is ever going to make a new K League team, right? I mean, we stuck could, with what we got. They could have come in with a little less arrogance, and I might have got more fans on their side, or more neutrals on their side. But anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. But they, they are moving back, as you said, so I guess we'll see what happens to the crowds when they move back to Jamshil. Uh, other games at the weekend saw Kwangju uh, defeat Anyang. So Anyang have been doing f- probably much better than we expected, um, but they lost against Kwangju top of the table. Uh, Puchong got a 1 0 draw with Tejon. Uh, Tejon have been terrible. Yep. Um, Puchong not very good either so far. Uh, Suwon went away to Pusan, drew to all, and Ansan went to Chonnam and won 3 1. The Elan game was, was live on TV. Okay. So I, I had 
do your John book. John book was on JTBC. Uh, I had uh, and Eland was on. It's a channel called Sky Sports. Um, I don't know who who, who or where it's from. Uh, so it's not Sky Sports, but not Richard Keys. Not Richard Keys now, but it was called Sky Sports. I, I, I just appeared on my cable. I don't even know. I didn't even know I had it. I suppose Chris Kamara could do something over the summer. <laughs> Maybe he's a new manager, yeah. So yeah, I was interested or interesting that so Elan was on. So I had Elan on switch between that and John Book, and I had so young them on my laptop. Okay, so in the intro we mentioned a couple of players leaving the K League this this summer, not break per se, but this yep. around the transfer window. Uh, Cho Hyun Woo linked to Germany. Yeah, um, but the club Daegu have denied any knowledge of it, and Cho Hyun Woo refused to answer any questions about it in an interview. Oh. He said he had no, I have no idea what you're talking about. So you think it's all hot air? Uh, I think it might be a case of some. Uh, mischief making from an agent. Seoul, Seoul go down to Tegu in three weeks' time. Will Cho Hyun will be playing yes. for Tegu that day? Yes, he will be. Or he, unless he's broken a leg or he's or he gets a red card, he will be. Uh, I think it's mischief making by an agent. I think it's an agent who either wants to get another contract for, for the player or who's trying to get a big money move to Japan. And he's and he's been like, oh look, the Bundesliga wants Cho Hyun so that a Japanese club will come in and pay money. Uh, and uh, but let's say there is a, a smidgen of truth to this room. Would you support him going to play in the Bundesliga? Yeah. I mean, I'd rather he went to Europe than he went to be, be yet another Korean goalkeeper in the J-League. So, yeah, I'd rather he went to Europe. Okay. Do I think it would be a success? Not particular. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it will work. But I would rather he went there than he goes to the J-League. And then, do you know what I mean, we just have, what, like, every single Japanese team with a Korean goalkeeper? Uh, when, in, when in the K League, we can't have a Japanese goalkeeper, so what's the point? Also, I saw your man Huang Yijou being linked with Vancouver. I didn't see that, but is that what? Okay, I haven't seen that. Uh, that, would be, was, that would be surprising. I was scrolling through Twitter last night, and yeah, okay. it, it was somewhere on there. Isn't that where? Is that where the? That's where Huang Yibom is. That's where Yibom is, right? Okay, maybe they just see fans and think. They're all good. His his contract in wherever he's up is up in a in a month or so, right? Yeah, yes, yeah. He so went to Gambon a two year two year deal. So so it was said that Vancouver will be able to sign him for free in about two three weeks. I mean, he's a he's a good player for anyone who can sign for free. I mean, you'll you'll find the back in there for you. But there's no rumour that he's coming back to Songnam. No, Songnam have there's something in his. Even though he's, he's, he's out of contract, there's still something in the deal that someone on my first refusal on him if he comes back to the K-League or something. But now he doesn't do his military service. I don't know if, that, if that's all been torn up, right? So I think Sonam had first. I think he had. To, I think Sonam had first refusal on him when he came back to Sangju. So when he came, he do his military service. He had to play with Sonam. But now that he doesn't have to come to Sangju, I can't imagine Sonam have any say over who he goes to next. Okay. So maybe uh, he'll end up with John Book. Inchon's Vietnamese player. Yep. Vuong. Vuong. Not sure how to pronounce, but anyway, yeah. Um, he was signed with a lot of fanfare at the beginning yeah. of the season. Uh, part, linked up with a whole marketing deal for K League in Vietnam. Yep. Showing K League games on TV. Uh, created a lot of uh, activity on Inchon's 
Twitter feed and Instagram and et cetera, et cetera, from Vietnamese fans. Uh, sure, he's, he's done his job and he's moving on somewhere else. Yeah, he's done his job without playing. Yeah, he's, a, he's played as many minutes as Jaja. Which is how many? Zero. Zero. I think I don't. I think he's played. I don't know. He's rarely graced graced the pitch, right? Uh, I mean, I think when I did the ACL preview show with uh, the Lost Boy, I think he actually said, you know, he he was better than the previous Vietnamese boy that Inchon signed, but that he would need to, you know, knuckle down and kind of show it in training to get into the team and the rumour from the new manager at Inchon is he doesn't train very well and in fact he doesn't speak to his teammates and he's not a particularly nice person so Inchon are not exactly crying that he's leaving um, and I think it does you know we've talked a lot about this the Asian you know quota and how you know from next year you know that the K-League is going to you know be able to have an Asian player um, but Korea is not the easiest country in the world to set one. I mean, I've seen it with teachers. I mean, they've he's played 352 minutes over eight games. Okay, yeah, well, three three starts, uh, five matches where he came on as a substitute. Not exactly. Not exactly great, right? I'm going to check your your claim about Jaja. Jaja's played zero. Jaja hasn't even made a bench. <laughs> So you're peddling fake news and lies. I am peddling fake news, fake news and lies. Yeah, it was a, it was an exaggeration. But yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know how many. I mean, he was he came with a, a pretty big reputation, a pretty big name. I don't know how many other players are going to come in from like Thailand, Vietnam, Malaysia, and set the K League on fire. To be honest, so okay. I guess we'll see. And then third transfer news was... Jaja may or may not be back in Brazil. Um, actually... The, rumor, the rumours are that he's back in Brazil because he, he knows he's never going to get a chance to play. I was just looking... I was trying to find out his stats for his career and on Soccer Way he doesn't actually appear in the Songnam squad. Oh, so he he's not it. listed. Yeah, which he did too. He's, he used to be there, did he? I think so, yeah. All I can see is Eder and Kuhe. So, yeah. But then he's not listed as a transfer in or a transfer out either. So, maybe he was never there to begin with. Yeah, I mean, he was definitely in Brazilian all-you-can-eat steak buffet restaurants in Itaewon. <laughs> I saw him. Um, yeah, I, I mean, we've talked before about... I mean. At the end of the day, the guy, the guy's goal scoring record is incredible, uh, but I guess he just, he just, he just likes the food. I think he came here for a payday. Um, or was he quite in the North Korean league then? Yeah, he seems to have done. <laughs> seems to have done. Seems to have like you know not trained, like not wanted to talk to the players. Barely even spoke to Eder as well and stuff. Yeah, he should room with the Vietnamese guy. He should have done. Yeah, <laughs> should have done. So a bit of a disaster. But it does mean if, if he's gone, it means it frees up this up a spot for somebody else. So. Okay, on the 20 World Cup, have you been watching? Nope. Late night games? I uh, yep. I haven't. I've just been reading on Twitter the scores afterwards. I, I did watch part of the first one, which was a, a thumping defeat by Portugal. Uh, the first group game. Yeah. 
I watched a bit of that and uh, Portugal looked really good and then subsequently failed to qualify out of the group because Korea went on and beat um, who did they beat in the second game anyway third game they beat Argentina to qualify second in the group and then they went on to play Japan in yep. the last 16 and beat them 1-0 1-0 with a late goal late goal uh, next stop Senegal this uh, so either tonight or tomorrow night the, the time zones were confusing me but yeah uh, do you think they'll kick on uh, I hope semi-finals? so semi-finals yeah semi-finals final winner bring it home is just, it's it's just, just don't put your foot on the trophy is this not the one that um, England won a couple of years ago yeah I think so right but they're not even in it this time yeah but I mean yeah. just don't put your foot on the trophy that's what I'm going to say why not I saw uh, Jordan Henderson with his foot on the Champions yeah, League yeah Liverpool trophy. have to hand it back it's to China officially to China China won the Champions League um, ridiculous put your foot on a trophy and, and, and China complain utterly ridiculous they, I, I think as I tweeted they they, they, they perpetually continually like, offendedness of the three nations China, Japan and Korea is kind of annoying now you know like Korea win the cup they put their foot on the trophy China demand an apology and the trophy back that's just that's it's going to make for an interesting East Asian Football Federation Cup in December right well yeah yeah. if China win it and then do and anything and then and then pretend to urinate in the cup you've got your fingerprint on the cup give it back it's, it's absolutely absolutely pathetic I, I don't see how there can be any grounds for you, you, no there can't be any grounds you could take offence at that that, but does it there's, I can't see any any justification for having to hand back the trophy no there's none at all you, you can get annoyed about it yeah. for sure but you can't hand the trophy back ok uh, Women's World Cup will Korea win uh, no will they set the world alight uh, hopefully but probably not Will anybody watch the games, which run at four o'clock? Uh, France, fr- they're playing France tonight. Yeah, probably not. In France. Yeah. Um, I mean, the games are on, but I, I can't see you watching any. Okay. Um, two uh, two friendlies for the uh, men's national team. Australia, Australia tonight, down in Busan. That's correct. Yeah. Somebody was saying on Twitter that his first international game in the Asiad for like fifteen years doesn't understand why they don't have uh, more games down there because it's going to be a cracking atmosphere um, it's clearly someone that's never been to to the Asiad <laughs> clearly um, the reason why they, they don't have games in Pusan is because nobody would go um, I mean maybe they'll turn out for the national team but they certainly don't turn out for the for the, for the for local the, team yeah. and I think when it comes to deciding where the national team games are held you should do something with a bit of footballing tradition yeah. and I mean Pusan is just not a sports site at all I mean even Lottie struggle to get fans right because they're useless nowadays, no? Yeah. Uh, and then followed up by a game against the old enemy on Tuesday. The old enemy. Okay, who's the old enemy? Iran. Iran? Uh, under their new coach. Whereabouts? Uh, Sangam, I think. Sang. So, will you be going? I wasn't planning on it. I'm working late on Tuesday, so it's very unlikely that I'll make it. I'll, I'll see if the Phantom's up for it. Yeah, I can't see me making that at all whatsoever. Uh, and then just before we wrap up, hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. We Cle- did already. Clearly prove you're a hip- hypocrite. Yep. S- several occasions tonight. So. Yep. Well, as always, I like to I like to prove you right. Okay. Someone's got to. Last thing to say then, Chelsea Rovers. Chelsea Rovers. What do you think about it? Hypocrisy. <laughs> you don't know anything about it. I don't really know about it. So you've probably seen in the news in, in recent times. Did you see in the news about the Korean team in the Spanish league? 
no, it's a, it's a team made up of Koreans living in Spain, and they're trying to get work their way up through the Spanish leagues. Okay. Uh, I forget the name of it, but it was big in the news a couple of weeks ago. Uh, in the UK, there's a team called Chelsea Rovers, which is owned by one of the Korean uh, celebrities. Uh, he bought this team a couple of years ago, and he's been building it up and trying to get them promoted. Okay. Uh, originally, he was going to do it with um, Korean players based in London, but he's now expanded to accept a more uh, wide-ranging... <laughs> Korean base... Well, they're, they're, I think I looked at the squad and there's some. They're mostly immigrants, I think, but, okay. but from various countries around the world. Um, do you know our man Lucky? Yes, the I Indian do. Guy? Okay. Yeah, the, the guy that runs version. Yep, he's uh, over in London at the moment filming a program about this. Uh, okay. And he, I was talking to him the other day and he said that the, the players from Chelsea Rovers are going to come over to Korea end of June or beginning of July uh, and they'll attend a K League match. And, See what the K League's about. So, but I just wonder what your what your thoughts are on this kind of making ethnic teams overseas, so Korean ethnic teams. Um, As someone that played for a Korean ethnic team in the Southampton Saturday Junior Division Six, level twenty three on the English football pyramid. <laughs> that that's me or you? That's me. Okay, okay. I was thinking, wow, man, I'm been drunk. Um, yeah, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, I, doesn't, I, I don't have a problem. I think it's a good idea. I think anything like that, yeah, I mean, it's not like they're ever going to make it into the EPL and win the league, right? Uh, well, theoretically, we, if we'd have got promotion 22 years in a row, we would have been in the Premier League in about 10 years' time. Okay. But we actually won one game all season and got hump most weeks. The only reason for that was we lacked a goalkeeper. If Chiu Hyonu had been on a lang- <laughs> an English language course in Southampton, we'd probably have... <laughs> you, could, you could have won it. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah I have a problem with that. I, I, I think like those kind of things... Because I mean, they, they have them here, you know, the kind of ex- the expat or the, you know, the, the kind of leagues and stuff like that. So yeah, I don't have a problem with that. I think it's a good idea. Um, I would say... So this, this, this is all going to be broadcast on KBS starting 21st of June. So if you want to see what they're doing with this English team... Um, Tune in, have a look. Okay. He got to meet Park Ji Sung. If I'd have known that in advance, I would have given him some questions to ask Park Ji Sung. Uh, where are you now? Set yeah. of questions. He's in London, apparently. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Interview done. <laughs> okay. Okay, sweet. Okay. Anything else? Uh, I, I guess we'll, we'll end up with ICP So Lucky, 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 Lucky by Kevin Minogue. Then we used that a couple of weeks ago. Can we use it again? Uh, we can. Thank you. Lucky, lucky, lucky.